electricity, a big idea that's inspired countless new ones. From powering the light bulb to virtually powering our entire lives. 30 years ago, State Street launched the Spider S&P 500 ETF, SPY. A big idea that inspired the world to invest differently. And still does. What can you do with SPY? Before investing, consider the funds, investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Visit SSGA.com for a prospectus containing this and other information. Read it carefully before investing. SPY is subject to risks similar to those of stocks. All ETFs are subject to risk, including possible loss of principal. Alps Distributors, Inc. Distributor. Hello, everybody, and welcome to The Keynote by CNBC Events. I'm Kate Rogers. On this podcast, we bring you in-depth, candid conversations with executives, experts, and thought leaders. Today, my conversation with Ming Tsai. He's a chef, restaurateur, and the host of the Emmy-nominated cooking show, Simply Ming. He joined me at CNBC's Small Business Playbook on May 4th, 2021 to talk about the devastating impact of COVID-19 on the restaurant industry and how he's hoping his new business venture will make a difference. Take a listen. It's really just been such a challenging year for the restaurant industry. I know I've been following it for us at CNBC. I'd love to hear what your biggest takeaway has been and the biggest challenge for you throughout the pandemic. Tell us how your restaurants and your workers are doing today. Um, first of all, thanks for having me. Uh, this this story, as you know, is still ongoing, and we don't really know where we're going to land. But when <clears throat> when COVID really hit hard last March, and in Massachusetts, it was like March 16th, we closed all the restaurants. Um, it it was it was so horrific because we had no warning. It was literally like you know, even with a hurricane, you know, three days out, a hurricane's coming, it's building, it's you know, it's a three, it's a four, it's a five. Here it was like, by the way all your income is gone starting tomorrow. And, and I don't, this is for all restaurants. Very few of us, and I'm not one of them, has an extra million dollars cash in their bank to cover payroll for your team of 30 people, for example, me at Blue Dragon. And honestly, it was the most just heart-wrenching and gut-wrenching time for me. Because as you know, in the restaurant industry, there's 30, 40, 50% of the restaurant workers are under the radar, right? Meaning they will never get a bailout check. They will never get an unemployment check. Uh, I'm, I'm not going to be able to solve the immigration crisis we have in this country, but it's a real problem. So they stopped getting money the day any restaurant had to close. Fortunately, um, I had many different avenues and sources because the community really tried to come together knowing we had this issue and the, the first really foundation to step up was called the Lee Initiative. My, my buddy, Chef Ed Lee, he, um, he very smartly reached out to actually Maker's Mark, uh, who, who the good news is Ed drank a lot of bourbon and probably still does. <laughs> because of his amazing relationships with Maker's Mark, he said, hey, look, instead of going to LA, Boston, New York, and San Francisco with your marketing dollars to do the events you we're going to do, those are now canceled because of COVID. Give me the money instead, and I will fund and find a chef in each of these major cities to make them and, and fund them to start a food pantry to then feed all the unemployed restaurant workers. So that was the first like dim light in this tunnel, because then I got to bring back as many as my staff as I could and pay them full to be there. And we got to do that for March, April, and all the way through May 30th. And that was just that was so heartwarming for us because I had I had all my workers back working. We we actually worked with a great restaurant called Jamaican Me Hungry and borrowed his food truck 
to take it to the people to East Boston. No one was coming to Blue Dragon because we're in the seaport and everyone was scared to take the tea. You didn't want to ride an Uber or Lyft, right? You couldn't get in a taxi. So they couldn't even come get their food. Um, and then one thing the lead initiative really thought through is it's not just about here's, here's your meatloaf and your spaghetti for tonight. It was also here's hand sanitizer. Here are wipes. Here are diapers. Here's formula, right? Here's all the sanitary stuff you need. And, and I think which was to me... Uh, and I get chills saying this, but it's so important. We gave dried rice and beans um, so people could actually cook together at home. That That is the most kind of unifying and, and normal. And it's a sense of normalcy when you actually get to make a meal at home. So we did that for almost three months. And, and unfortunately, that funding did run out. And as of today, since May 30th, Blue Dragon has been closed. We're in the area called Seaport. It's a huge up and coming area. Amazon's bringing in, you know, two, 3,000 employees in a year or two years, but it was the last year and then really the next 12 to 18 months. We just don't know what's going to happen to that area and so many areas like that across the country. We don't know the new normal is, is only half or half the people are going to come back and work and the other half are going to stay at home or is it two thirds? But whatever that is, that greatly affects restaurants that rely on the lunch business because right now there's none because no one's going to work in the seaport that relies on the happy hour and of course relies on dinner. Um, and we did as best as we could. We did the to-goes, you know, we've done Zoom classes and all that, but all the to-goes, unfortunately, doesn't pay the bottom line. Restaurants make money on the bar, period. We make money on booze. And if you can't gather, which is the reason we have restaurants is to gather that's a tough situation. And that's exactly where we're at with the restaurant industry. I fortunately have another restaurant out in Big Sky that's uh, part of a private club. And that's fine because it's a private club and private clubs are actually doing okay. And, and ironically, you know, people, as you know, you're in the finance world, uh, the people with wealth actually got wealthier in the last 12 months. So, and in that level, um, they're doing just fine. But in the restaurant level, it's uh, literally for three months, March, April, May, I didn't sleep. I was sleep. I, I couldn't sleep. I was, my mind was raising so much about what can I do for, for my people that, that I can't continually fund for the next two years. It's just, it's not feasible. Well, I'd love, I'd love to follow up on that with you and a bit about the Lee initiative. Why was it so important uh, to be an advocate for those workers, help them out during this really challenging time? You know, this country is, is, was created by immigrants, right? We're all immigrants. And besides Native Americans, we are all immigrants. And without all of us that came here, there would be no farmers. So hence, no food. There would be no landscapers, no dishwashers, no cooks. All that entire millions and millions and millions of people is our foundation for this country, bluntly. But in the restaurant industry, especially, right? These... The, the jobs, the cooks, the dishwashers, all the restaurant employees. And, and here in Massachusetts, we have tons of Brazilians as well because it's just a large Brazilian community. Um, this, is, this is their skill set. They came to this country. I'm talking about everyone, Honduras and Guatemala, everyone that came to this country. They have one goal. They came here to make enough money to send home, right, to send to their parents, and then eventually hopefully go home. So when that income is stopped, it's so, oh, just, just do an online job. Well, they don't speak English, so they can't, they can't just pivot and do another job. They can't just become an Uber driver. They don't have a car, right? And they speak in primary Spanish or Brazilian, so they can't just start doing an online job. This is the skill set they know. They're, they're 
awesome dishwashers or prep cooks or cooks, whatever it is, they don't have another skill set they can rely on because they just pivot to. And, and that was the most heart wrenching and gut wrenching for me, right? Like they can't, they can't find another source of income. So it is absolutely the responsibility of all of us chef owners and then beyond up to the federal government. Finally, they came through, thank God, um, to help these people that are in America. Granted, they may or may not be um, uh, legal or not legal. I'm not going to get into that argument, but they're in our country. So if they're in our house, we have to take care of people that are in our house. This podcast is supported by FedEx. Dear small and medium businesses, no one wants happy customers more than you do. That's why FedEx offers you picture proof of delivery, packageless and paperless returns, as well as weekend home delivery to 98% of the U.S. on Saturday and 50% on Sunday. See the FedEx service guide for delivery information. FedEx Ground service is also faster to more locations than UPS Ground. See what FedEx can do for your business. Absolutely, positively FedEx. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. With the Internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers. In fact, Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash podcast free. All lowercase, shopify.com slash podcast free, shopify.com slash podcast free. You mentioned pivot a few times there talking about workers and their skill sets. I'd love to know how you pivoted your own business to stay afloat over the last year. I know you mentioned your Boston location, obviously still facing some challenges, but what changes did you make uh, in order to stay afloat in this challenging time? So, you know what? Timing is everything. And and uh, honestly, one month before COVID hit, I, I decided I wanted to do something I call Ming's Bings. And it, it's something that, that, all of my business have a philanthropic uh, tone to it. So the idea of Ming's Bings, and I'll tell the story quickly, uh, and this story ends up really good and really happy. It started with my wife getting a, a stage four lung cancer diagnosis. Crazy, right? The worst news anyone could ever hear, unless it's your child, I guess. She's 100% healthy. She's 100% cancer free. So this was four years ago, three and a half years ago. So glad the, to hear that. Um, Thank you. Yeah. And that, you know, and I think I have to thank Dana Farber. They're actually part of the story too, because Dana Farber has this drug called Degriso, or it's actually an AstraZeneca drug, saved her life, right? It's oral therapy. Uh, amazing. She didn't have all the side effects of normal therapy. It's just thank God for modern medicine. Thank God I live in Boston, right? We have some of the best hospitals. Yes. The other thing we decided to do is based on all of our research, we were always flexitarian. So we ate, you know, fish and tons of veg, not a ton of meat. We decided she needed to go vegan. Uh, eliminate sugar because cancer feeds on sugar and go vegan because vegan diet, um, everything causes inflammation. Obviously, wheat we all know about, but all proteins, meat, even salmon, even seafood causes inflammation. So if you go plant-based, you can reduce inflammation, which could actually help reducing all diseases. So that was the goal. We started juicing in the morning, you know, cucumber, ginger, kale, watercress juices, things like that. Uh, but I was traveling then three years ago. And I started going to the to the grocery stores. I'm like, you know what? Let's go to the veggie patty section. What do they have that my wife can eat when I'm not home and not cooking for her? And honestly, all the veggie patties are these kind of emulsified hockey pucks that are really dry. Every photo is between two pieces of bread with lettuce and tomato and avocado to be able to eat. I'm like, you know what? It's my mission. I'm going to make a better veggie patty. I want to do something that's going to benefit my wife primarily. It's going to benefit 
all people that think of maybe going flexitarian or, or maybe trying vegetables twice a week and not eating cheeseburgers all the time. Um, and also it benefits the planet. If you believe in science, I'm a science believer. I believe in stuff like gravity. I wore a mask, things like that. And science does show that if we do produce a little less meat in this world, less water consumption, less methane gas, all of that. So better for the world. And it's also good for your soul because some proceeds of the sale of Ming's Bings are going to benefit Dana-Farber, which again, saved my wife's life and my and Steve Ossipal, my CEO's life for the record. And another great charity called Family Reach. Family Reach, we financially help families with cancer. And if you can imagine, currently with COVID, a medical emergency causes a financial emergency. That's what cancer families deal with every single day, right? And COVID has proven that. Look at the look at the medical emergency we have, world pandemic, and look at the financial emergency we have, restaurants closing left and right, right? Especially the small BIPOC community restaurants, and especially the Chinatown restaurants, because you know who called it the China virus, and then we're living this world right now with all these Chinese restaurants being closed, and not just Chinese, all Asian restaurants, because there's this just absurd Asian hate thing going on in America that um, that's that's honestly very scary. It's just it's just I can't say it came out of the blue, but it's ridiculous. It's now I'm like, really? How, how did what happened? Who turned the switch from the best country in the world to kind of a mess right now? That brings me to my next point and last but very important and we've seen it here in San Francisco where I'm based and covered it in our local Chinatown here but we've been covering the rise in anti-Asian and anti-Asian American crimes rhetoric hate speech as you mentioned what can we all do to help combat this and what's your message as a business leader in the community yeah you know I've been saying this since day one since pandemic hit if the kindness curve is just a little steeper than the COVID curve we got this we have to just be kind. And that's kind to everyone, especially people you don't know, right? And you have to not be complicit and see something going down. You have to jump in, right? You, if you see an African-American kid being beat up, you got to jump in. You see an, an Asian older, especially, this is the craziest thing. They're pushing down older people. What culture in this country wants to injure the elder population? There isn't one in this world. So that's the just the most horrific of all that. They're not only picking up on Asians, they're, they're the vulnerable, which are the ones that are 70 years or older and people have been killed. So you have to step in, you have to assess the situation. And, and if we don't, we can't be, which we normally are as Asians, I'm Chinese, we're the, you know, the silent majority. We just, you know, be, just take it and just move on. We can't do that anymore. People are dying. So we are still, there's a lot, obviously, a lot of us Chinese, Japanese, Koreans, Thais, we are making this, you know, Daniel Day Kim, I mean, so many, Lucy Liu, Lisa Ling, I mean, we are all getting out there. Uh, Committee of 100, I'm proud, a very proud member of. We are really making a push to put out there, guys. You have to look at everyone as the same. Um, one thing specifically that I mentioned, so I do, uh, again, philanthropic side of this. There, there's an awesome, the, the thing with restaurants, right now in the summer, we're fine. But when we go back indoors, one of the biggest commodities is going to be clean air. People are going to want to eat safely in restaurants. And I'm talking about protecting the staff. The customers have masks on. They take them off. They're talking. They're eating. But the staff are not protected. They have their masks on, granted. But they're picking up dirty dishes, all this stuff. So the only way to help protect the staff and the customers is clean air. So there's an awesome company called Rens Air. And, and it's it's a patented filtration system. But what, what we're doing, which is so cool, is we're going to donate 50 of these units. They're $3,500 a pop, right? These are not cheap. 
but we're gonna find the small BIPOC restaurants in the Chinatowns, in, in LA, in San Francisco, in Korean towns, uh, the African-American restaurants, uh, ideally women run, because they're the most vulnerable, and give them a hope, a chance. Because if you put a Renzo in a small restaurant, 2,000 square feet or less, it can clean the air completely in 20 minutes. And that means that restaurant can open. Because think about Chinatown. They have enough for two deuces in front of their storefront. They don't have a patio. They're not closing Mott Street in New York City, right? So they can only do two tables. And people feel so unsafe to even go indoors during the summer if there's not proper ventilation. So, that, again, that's something I'm very proud of. Um, and if I can mention one other thing, I'm doing something called kind, Be course. Kind Tea. Be Kind Tea is with Michael Harney, Harney and Son Teas. We've been friends for so many years. And the Harney, Honey, the Harney team is just so generous. So there's Be Kind Tea. There's a delicious chrysanthemum tea, uh, green tea, but an all profit of the sale of this Be Kind Tea, and this is gonna this is gonna go to market in two weeks, are gonna benefit all these stop Asian hate charities because collectively Wonderful. we can do this, right? And and it's just yes. it's just one of these. It's just we have to. We can't just we can't stand by and just watch this happen anymore. It's just not possible. That was restaurateur, TV host, and chef Ming Tsai. He's the author of five cookbooks and owner of Blue Dragon, an upscale restaurant in Boston. He joined me at CNBC's Small Business Playbook on May 4th, 2021. The keynote is produced by the CNBC events team. For more information on upcoming CNBC events and how you can join us, please visit CNBCEvents.com. I'm Kate Rogers. Thanks for listening. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. With the Internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers. In fact, Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash podcast free. All lowercase, shopify.com slash podcast free, shopify.com slash podcast free. <laughs> 